Hey guys, quick shout out to all of our sponsors. Started with Taigatu. This is a brand that's based out here in the Northwest, started by two brothers, and their motto is freedom from ordinary. This brand is an amazing lifestyle brand. Go check them out, Taigatu. Use the code TOPRATEDMMA for a discount at the checkout. Reweb, they're a veteran-owned digital marketing agency, and they're on a mission to help one million small businesses and feed one billion people by giving back. In fact, if you go to their website, you can fill out a form right now. They will give you a personalized video review of your website and help you with some strategies for free. Just tell them Top Radio May sent you. Go check them out, rewebbed.com. Combat flags, they do flags like the one behind me and the original combat flag, which is a four by six inch flag made by fatigues that are donated to combat flags from soldiers that wore them. And the cool thing is every combat flag that comes out to you has the story of the soldier that wore that fatigue. They have donated close to $80,000 to stop soldier suicide, a great organization. Go check them out, Combat Flags. Rep Sports, look, this is not your typical supplement store. These guys have everything and they taste great and it's good prices. Protein, weight loss, muscle build, pre-workout, you name it, they've got it. Plus, they're the makers of Ray's Energy. Like I said, go check them out. Rep Sports at TopRatedMMA.com. Use the code TopRatedMMA for 15% off your order and go order them today. Jake, you're a husband, you're a father, entrepreneur, best-selling author. You're the creator of the Body by Jake brand and really the creator of the personal fitness training industry as a whole. Uh, thank you again for taking time, man. I appreciate it. Eric, I'm telling you, man, it's awesome to be here. Love the American flag behind you, man. The greatest country in the world. And uh, I love that beard too, man. I, I don't know if I could do it, man, you, you know, but it's, uh, how do you, how do you, how did it start? Because I try every once in a while yeah. and I start itching up a storm and I go, forget about it. Right. Yeah. So it, when I first got married, I've been married for 15 years. I would grow the beard out for just one month out of the year. Didn't wasn't in November or anything like that. And then I would shave it off and my wife would fall back in love with me. Right. And then we had kids and I would do the same thing. And then when my daughter was about, she's 10 now. So I think when she was about six or seven, I shaved off the beard after a month and she started crying. She said, dad, you can't shave the beard. And so I said, all right, I'm never shaving the beard again. My daughter likes the beard. So now I've had it for uh, probably four years now. And, and uh, yeah, it's just been kind of my thing. I'm kind of more known for the beard than myself. So it's, you know. <laughs> That's great. That's yeah. awesome, man. That's, yeah. I guess we could do a whole show on, on beard care, but totally. that's for another time. And I'll interview you. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Yeah. It does get itchy on that week two or three, but after that, it's all good. But oh, yeah, man. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, I love going back a little bit with my guests. You were born out in Brooklyn. You were raised out in Long Island. What was childhood like for you? Well, let me tell you this. First of all, I was an overweight kid. Uh, I had a really bad stutter as a kid growing up okay. and uh, was very obviously stuttering is a very debilitating thing. Most people say, oh, no, I, I understand, Jake. And you really don't unless you, you know, you speak fluently. I've, I've taught myself uh, never. Uh, thankfully, my parents, uh, as I said, you just said, uh, born in Brooklyn, raised in Baldwin, Strong Island. Okay, and, yeah. uh, you know, as an overweight kid with a stutter, uh, the bar is set very low, man. The expectation level of you is low, especially in school. And I remember teachers, uh, you know, if you remember as a kid growing up, a teacher would say, okay, everyone's going to take a paragraph and we're going to read out loud. Right. And Eric, let me tell you something, man. If someone said, we're going to jump off the Empire State Building or read a paragraph out loud in school. I would take the plunge off the Empire State <laughs> Building. I'd be less afraid of that. A true story, man. And, wow. and I would get up and uh, it was tough because, you know, the letter B, the letter D, the letter T. And 
I, obviously I could read brother, but yeah. I, the words get stuck right here. And you know, the friends laugh and it's uh, it makes you kind of even tighter. And uh, I had a lot of friends, but I was kind of shy. And uh, at 13 years old, my dad bought me a set of weights. Okay. Uh, it's a great story. We don't have to go into a deep here, but yeah. bought me a set of weights and changed my life. Because not only did the weights build my body, um, but it built my confidence in my self-esteem. And you know, man, having kids, I have four kids of my own. I'm married, going on 32 years. Uh, oh, that's awesome. A girl, girl and three boys from 28 to 19. Um, and having confidence and self-esteem, man, it just, it's just, it's what life is about. When you have confidence and self-esteem, you can achieve anything you want in your life. You, you believe in yourself, you look in that mirror and you feel great. And yeah. that's what started to happen to me. And I immediately, in my bedroom in the basement, and Long Island, I said, I'm going to become Mr. America, which, by the way, I had my Alice Cooper poster on this wall. I had my Jimi Hendrix poster on this wall. Uh, and, and, I, and I used to listen to Frank Sinatra as I did it my way. And the end of Frank's album, there was this, this wild applause for Frank. Okay. And I used to cue up my, you know, the needle on my album, man, you know, my stereo yeah. to the applause for Frank Sinatra. And I had cans just like you have on, man, right? with my tank top on, you know, my stomach hanging over my underpants. And I was with my little ottoman. I had a mirror and I was doing my bicep curls to 50,000 screaming fans, at Madison Square Garden, man. And, and that was where the insanity began. And yeah. uh, I had this dream to go to California. Uh, first, I went to college upstate New York. I was never a great student. I was the first one in my family to ever go to school, college. Okay. Um, you know, Cornell University? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I went to Cortland down the street. Okay. Okay. Uh, and, uh, okay. And, uh, yeah. uh, you, you know, and where, where it's not too conducive, like kind of where you are, uh, it, it snows a lot. So yeah. it's not too conducive to walk around in your gold lave posing trunks right. and 18 inches of snow. And, you know, like we talked a little earlier before we began about life being about moments. And yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a big believer in that. And we all have moments in our lives, great ones and some not so great ones. Yep. And uh, everyone has a dream. I'm sure everyone who listens to your show because of the positivity that you bring across, everybody has Thank dreams. You. We live in a great country. We could, we could achieve anything we want as long as you believe in yourself. And yeah. sometimes when you share that dream, you're reticent to share that dream because you don't want people to say, oh, come on, Eric, you're never going to do a radio show. You're never going to grow a beard like that. You're never going to do it. You know, and sometimes you learn too that sometimes people are negative about the dream. Not that they're, sometimes it's the closest people who right. are the most negative oh, because yeah. sometimes they don't want to see you get hurt, yep. right? Or other times they think, well, wait a second, if Big E is successful, maybe there's a not, lot of room for me to be successful, Right. So they'll tell you, Eric, you shouldn't do that show. You're going to get hurt. For me, it was, I had this dream. I wanted to go to LA, man, to become Mr. America. That's all I dreamed about. And I finally had the phone call. My mother used to call once a week. <laughs> you check in on me. Yeah. How's it go? How's poli sci? How's your English class? And I said, you know, Ma, I took a deep breath and I said, I'm going to go to California to become a bodybuilder. And silence on the phone, Eric. And it was like, you know, Herbie, my father's name. Pick up the phone and talk to your kid. I'm putting my head in the oven. And uh, I will only tell you this. The bus ride from upstate New York down to my house in Long Island was the longest ride in my life at the moment. 
on one hand, I was like, the weight of the world was let off my shoulders. I said what my dream was. I felt great. But on the other side, it was like, oh my God, I said it. I can't believe I said it. I shared it. Right. What are they going to say about it? Yeah. And I went home and my father, you know, said, listen, get it out of your system. Go to LA. You'll be back in six months. I had a girlfriend <laughs> who told me you're never going to make it. What's wrong with you? My friends all said, you were a fat guy. Come yeah. on, Jake. You know, girl. And I made the trek. I left Come on. 18 years old, went to LA, read all the muscle magazines. I entered the Mr. Southern California contest, 1978. Uh, I was in LA for about eight months and I'm reading all the magazines, right? I entered the contest, Mr. Southern California, I come in second place. Guy that wow. beats me is on steroids. Now, wait a second. I read all these magazines and yeah. they're telling me eat 18 eggs and 24 chickens and you too could become Mr. America. <laughs> I cluffed a lot. Let me just tell you this, yeah. man. Nobody ever mentioned steroids. No one right. talked about it. But here I was in the gym and I'm watching these big guys and, and listen, I was there in 78, 79, right? Right after Pumpin' Iron came out, the movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Lou Ferrigno. Right. And I'm there, and I, and I call that time, that's when the dinosaurs still roamed the earth in Venice, California, right. the biggest bodybuilders in the world. And I was right there, Eric. I was right there. And I learned this amazing lesson. In order to compete at the professional level, I had to take steroids. Mm. No other way around it. And the reason why I never did, and I, I tell this story to kids and to places where I speak a lot, I was afraid. I was yeah. afraid to put a needle in my own battissimo, very sure. honestly. Right. Uh, I think if I wasn't afraid, I probably would have tried it. Yeah. But, in, you know, remember when a kid growing up, too, uh, used to get a TB test? The nurse would give the little four-prong thing. Yeah. The nurse came around to our class, do a little boop like that, I would faint, go out like a light. So forget oh, about putting, turn around, put a needle in my old rear end, man. Yeah. So I had to make a decision right then and there that I'm not going to become Mr. America unless I take drugs. Gotcha. I don't want to go back to New York, in my mind, a loser, meaning, you know, my friends all said, you'll be back. My parents said, you'll come back. I said, I love it in LA. I don't know what I'm going to do. I love exercise. I love working out. Cut to right to the right place, right time. I was the first guy to do personal fitness training uh, and made it an occupation. Uh, some great stories. I know our time is tight here, but, you know, yeah. um, I, I started training this actress uh, who was dating a very famous director. And uh, she asked if I can go to her boyfriend's house and do the workout there. No problem. She said, how much is it going to cost? I go, um, I don't know, gas money. I had my 1977 white Camaro, <laughs> yeah. right? Uh, with Jake 77 on the license plate. I always kept a very low profile, Eric, you know, right, very sir. important, <laughs> you know, and, 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 and I, and, and I basically came up with a workout, a 30 minute workout. She seemed to have an eight type personality, right? Okay. And I came up with this 30 minute workout at that time, Jane Fonda had just come on the scene doing okay. high impact aerobics. So this is 1980, right? Gotcha. 1980. Yep. And women were very intimidated by using weights back then. They thought they were gonna get big muscles. Sure. So I improvised with a broomstick for twists, right? Yeah. Two, two cans of mom's tomato paste, right? As well as a towel that I would pull down. If I would come to your house right now and I'd say, okay, here we go, bicep curls. You grab the towel, I'm gonna pull down, you pull up. 
I would put more resistance pulling down than if you were to have two 25-pound dumbbells in your hand. But psychologically, just a towel, right? Right. I'm not going to get – so that's what I used. And I, okay. went to her, I went to her boyfriend's house, right? Matter of fact, she was staying at this house and in Beverly Hills. And if you weren't on the cover of Musclehead Digest, I don't know who you were. Rang right. the doorbell. Guy answers the door. Turns out to be Francis Ford Coppola. Okay. I just looked at him. I thought, well, this guy could use a workout too. Sure. You know? Yeah. And uh, they started going to parties and people started saying, you look great. What are you doing? This guy, Jake, comes to the house. He's got a 30-minute workout with a broomstick, a towel, and a chair. It's really, it's great. You know, he's a pretty funny guy. He eats too much. They had a great refrigerator and I okay. had no money. So, <laughs> you know, after the workout, I cracked open the fridge. Yeah. And you understand, too, there were no cell phones back then, right? right? And you, wherever you moved to, you had to list your phone number. Well, I'm, I'm dating myself now, Eric, but, you yeah. know, you, ha you had to put your phone number in the phone book and all the people going to get a hold of you. Yeah. Well, one, th one thing about Hollywood is if you're good and people want to get a hold of you and they can't, they seem to want you more. Okay. And it became this mystique of who is this guy? You got to get him. Right. And all of a sudden, I'm getting phone calls from people like Steven Spielberg and Harrison Ford and Priscilla Presley and Bette Midler and Warren Beatty and all these people. And I'm just this dude, man, from New York. Yeah. For a year earlier, I, I was just hanging out with my buddies. And now I'm flying around the world training Harrison Ford for Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom and all these great people I'm wow. meeting. But just like your show, what I learned, meeting guys like the great Steve Ross who put time and Warner together, right? Yeah. I'm hanging with them like you and I are hanging right now. Yeah. And I learned this amazing lesson. They're no different than you and I, brother. The right. only difference is they had a dream and they never quit on their dream. And yep. they never took no for an answer. And it said to me, wait a second, I might never direct ET2, but I'm going to have my own success in life. Right. And I was able to parlay that famous by association into videos and books and television shows as the, as the first guy to do personal fitness training and made it an occupation. Ted Turner gave me my start doing the fitness break on cable news network back yeah. in 1981, man. Yeah. And then parlayed that in television, doing television shows. I had a dream to create the first fitness television network, which I did called fit TV. Yep. And uh, it, you know, in life, like anything else, you stop you. And this is important, not just for us talking about, because I know you have tens of thousands of people who listen. And really, especially right now, Yeah. think about this. You have this great idea. You listen to us doing our rapid do. You get excited. You have this great idea. I mean, I'm one of these guys. I'm telling you right now, man, I write notes down all day long. I, I have yellow pads. I got things that I just make notes and notes and notes. Yeah. You have this great idea. You put it down on a piece of paper before you go to bed at night, right? Yep. You're all pumped up. You wake up in the morning, and then all of a sudden, as you're brushing your teeth, you're combing your hair, you shower up, you start to make your breakfast, you come up with the 1,900 reasons why you can't succeed. Mm -hmm. So before you walk out the door in the morning, you've stopped you. Yep. And the whole idea about life is take the I can't and turn it into I can and I don't quit. Yeah. And listen, in life, and I'll tell you this, I was cut from my eighth grade basketball team. This is a pertinent story. It leads up to why you and I are here today. Yeah, yeah. I was cut from my eighth grade basketball team. It was a moment that I started exercise and I was working out, feel good about myself. First time that I kind of stepped out of my family's view 
I'm going to try out for the basketball team. I went out for it. I got cut, Eric. Pretty yeah. devastating. We are 14 years old. We all have those stories, right? So yeah. not only was I overweight and had a bad stutter, and now I get cut from my basketball team, you know? Feel it pretty down. A friend gives me this poem called Don't Quit. Okay. I'm 14. Yeah. What does this mean, man? You know? Right. I went home and I read it, and then I kept reading it, and then I kept reading it. And in 1981, I trademarked the words, don't quit. I own the words, don't quit. And I've kept them sacred. And yeah. it, 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 the poem became a Bible verse to me. The last two lines are, stick to the fight when your heart is hit. It's when things seem worse that you must not quit. Yeah. And I repeat that in the morning. I have my kids do it. Every television show, I repeated it. Most of my books have don't quit in the title, man, right? Yeah. And I've lived by it, and people respond to it. And it's been this amazing journey that continues on. And I think what's important about it is everything that I do revolves around hope, health, and family. Yeah. Wow. Man, that is unbelievable, man. Thank you yeah. so much for sharing that. That was so good, dude. My, I'm like on fire right now, man. That is so awesome, dude. I love it. Oh, that is so good. And, and I mean, speaking of Don't Quit, just in August, you launched this new product, Don't Quit. It's this, yeah. you know, true one-stop daily nutrition kind of uh, shake, shake meal supplement, yeah. right? It looks amazing. Uh, for those who don't know about Don't Quit and Don't Quit Max, uh, what's this all about? And what makes it different than those other guys out there? Uh, thank you for bringing that up, man. You're leading the witnesses. Perfectly done. Perfectly done, pal. So here, here's, here's the bottom line. You, you know, um, I, I have never been a vitamin taker. I'm not yeah. a supplement guy. Yeah. I've been drinking protein shakes since I'm 14 years old. I mean, the stuff that tasted like cement, you right. know, <laughs> and uh, you know, you put the protein powder in the milk, you mix it up, you're trying to get muscles, trying to put on weight, whatever it was. Yeah. And over the course of time, over the course of years, uh, you know, I, I just stopped it all because most of it is, is really crummy and it's very, it's mostly chemicals, a lot of not, not clean label stuff. Yep. So here it was sort of cut to it, man. I I've, I've been very blessed in my life in the health and fitness space. Um, I got involved in some investments. I invested in a coconut water and there was a nice exit. I invested in a tequila company called Avion Tequila. If you were a fan of the show Entourage, yeah. uh, my friend Doug Ellen created that show. I had a home in Nantucket and uh, around the pool came up with a, a, a job for Turtle, which was a tequila company, which ended up becoming Avion Tequila, which ended up becoming a real brand. And there was a nice exit there. I was yeah. just sitting around the pool at my house. It wasn't anything to do with me. <laughs> Life's about moments, man, right? Totally. And, and, and people thought that I knew what I was talking about in the beverage space. So I started seeing all these deals in beverage. So a few years ago, I had a sparkling water. My brother-in-law's son had a, has a sparkling water today called Big Swig in Austin, Texas. Okay. And, uh, and, and another company that I was helping out. And, uh, and I, call, I have a great relationship with the folks at Coca-Cola. They, they've been supportive of me. You know, I put fitness centers in elementary and middle schools around this great country of ours. Yeah. I started um, when I was chair of the fitness council with Arnold Schwarzenegger when he was governor here, yeah. uh, a great honor. And then with Jerry Brown. Uh, and now for the last, not, this is my ninth year, I'm chair of the National Foundation for Governors Fitness Councils, where we choose four states every year. We haven't been to Idaho yet. We're going to come to Idaho. But uh, I've yeah. done 36 states now. I choose four governors call them cold. I have three brand new $100,000 don't quit fitness centers. 
Um, and we look to give a gift. It's not a grant, it's a gift, Eric. Yeah. Um, and we, we put a brand new fitness center in an elementary and middle school in these great states. And we've done 36, this year, as a matter of fact, um, we're doing Alabama, Oklahoma, Indiana, and Kentucky. Um, we've already done it. We're doing the installations right now where unfortunately I usually travel to the schools, but because of the pandemic, we're doing a virtual ribbon cutting tour. Okay. So, uh, we just filmed, uh, it was myself from the governor of Alabama, Kay Ivey, uh, Eric Holcomb from Indiana, Andy Bashir in, uh, Kentucky and Kevin Stitt in Oklahoma. All great. And this isn't a Democrat or Republican issue. This is a kid's issue. Yep. It's about obesity. <clears throat> getting kids active, but it's about the community. Yep. So here we are. I'm looking around and seeing, I'm 62 now, right? Okay. And my life has been where my audience has grown up with me, yep. but I've grown up with them. Yep. And uh, I saw an opportunity, an opportunity in this world called adult nutrition. Now, adult nutrition has two brands in it right now, right? And if you look at those labels, they're really crappy man yeah. and the products taste pretty damn crummy but it's the only thing on the planet that they have for adult nutrition yeah. i said we're going to shake it up so i partnered up with a great company keurig dr pepper uh the ceo is an incredible guy named bob gamcourt we talk about entrepreneurs this is a corporate ceo fortune 500 company he's an entrepreneur you don't find a lot of these guys out there Right. We went out and I said, if I'm going to put my name on something and just so you know, I don't endorse products, Eric, I don't sponsor things. It's my company. So right. it's, I put everything into it, everything I've done, every product that I've done, whether it's infomercial, home shopping, fit TV, exercise TV has all been, you know, it's me, it's my life. And you know, you can't buy trust and you can't buy authentic. Yeah. And I thought this was the right, once again, right moment to do this. And yeah. here we are, where about a year and a half ago, got together with a great company called LA Libations, uh, a guy named Danny Stepper. These guys incubate beverages. So with Cure Dr. Pepper, right? Bob Gamcourt, Danny Stepper, my brand, Body by Jake. And now I have Don't Quit, which is, I had never thought. At 62, I thought, you know what? Since 1981, I've had this trademark. I thought for sure, and I fought off all the big guys. I've spent a lot of money fighting off the biggest brands in the world who use, try to use Don't Quit. Right. And I thought, well, I'll pass this on to my children, you know? Yeah. And life is about moments, and here's what happens. I meet this guy, Danny Stepper. Think, think, think Silicon Valley, where they have these tech incubators. Right. Danny Stepper is a guy who has a beverage incubator. Think Steve Jobs at Apple. This kid, Danny Stepper, is that in beverage. Okay. okay I'm, I'm going that big on him. Wow. And we sit down and we're talking about a few things. And I mentioned that I own the trademark to the words, don't quit. He loses his mind. He says, have you ever heard of the brands Insure and Boost? He said, it's adult nutrition. It's a big category. There's a problem. My mom drinks this stuff. It's terrible for her. You know, it's people sitting in heaven's waiting room. Right. And I'm thinking, wait a second, this is interesting. Let me do some homework. And we start doing the homework. And I said, okay, the only way I'll do it is if we can make like the world doesn't need another nutrition shake. It just right. needs the best one now. Okay. Yep. Especially now more than ever. So we worked on a clean label, no soy, no corn, no wheat, no added anything to it, man. Gluten-free it's kosher. 
The sugar that we have in it is pure cane sugar, right? 26 vitamins and minerals. That's our original version, right? We come in, look at this. Here it is right here. Here's yeah. chocolate. And there's orangeicle, which is our number one seller right there for you, man. Come on. Chocolate, chocolate vanilla, orangeicle, and chai tea, okay. okay? And then we have a max version, 30 grams of protein, one gram of sugar, chocolate, yeah. and vanilla. And what's great about that is, man, that that sort of walks into because I've got a lot of friends just like you who who have kids your age yeah. in, in junior high and high school who are drinking it for sports but want good nutrition and everybody is enjoying this and if you think about it supplements and vitamins they're important but they're expensive right and you know most of well, the stuff you take in goes right out ninety seven percent of it right so wouldn't you love something that was convenient right that is great for you by the way it's delicious everything yeah. that's supposed to be good for you is supposed to you have to go like this with your nose right. drink yeah. this is this is delicious and most but most importantly man it's something that with all the stress and all the tension imagine opening up your fridge in the morning and the first thing you see are those words right don't quit man you start the day that way man yeah you're starting the day you're going, okay, and now something tastes great. You're doing something good for your body, right? It's this upward spiral of success. Just like you, with your 90 days of exercise, every day you do a little bit more. Now you're not going to stop, brother, because you're already into it for 90. Yeah. And now it's a part of your lifestyle. And yep. that's what we're doing with Don't Quit. Here's our chocolate again for you. Oh, Perfect. Man. But yeah. it it's, I, I can't wait till you try it. You go, go to don'tquit.com to check it out. You can order it there. But uh, we have a store locator, too. For uh, I know you're up high up in Idaho, man. So right. you might not have it yet. But, yeah. uh, I mean, Safeway, Albertson, Vons, Ralph's, Kroger. Uh, we're going to be at Walmart pretty soon. Sure. Uh, but right now at don'tquit.com, it's, it's great because not only is it great for you, man, those words – inspire you throughout the day and that's what this is about man it's don't quit on you don't quit on your family and don't quit on this great country man that's so good i cannot wait to taste that and by the way the, the words don't quit man it is something that i live by every day and boom boom you know boom, man boom boom here we go baby <laughs> so good dude um, i wanted to ask two just real fun questions to kind of end the day or end the show yeah. uh, is I'm a big music guy, so I always love to ask this question. What's a favorite type of music for you, or do you have a favorite band that you like to listen to? You kind of mentioned Frank Sinatra earlier. Yeah, let me tell you something, man. I'm a big 70s folk guy, man. You, okay. you know, uh, Gordon Lightfoot, I'm a huge fan of. Cat Stevens is my guy, man. Nice. You know, nice. Simon and G. Yeah. Uh, you know, I always challenge my kids. My youngest son is a, is a you know, is a is a music producer, and the oh, stuff nice. he listens to, man, it's, uh, I mean, some of the stuff is pretty cool. I love the the sort of the, you know, the electronic dance stuff is pretty good. Yeah. Uh, but I always tell him, I said, okay, 10 years from now, is this guy still going to be here? Look at Simon and Garfunkel. Look at Ken Stevens. Look at Come Gordon on. Lightfoot. Look yeah. at Crosby, Stills, and Nash, man. Look at, look at, look at Neil Young. Yeah. Uh, you know, man, I'm a dead guy too. You know, that's yeah. old school. Listen, I, I went to summer camp upstate New York by Woodstock. Okay, come on. I was I, I was in Wordsboro, New York when that concert was going on. Oh, I'm man. telling you, man. I, I had my dead T-shirt. I was a yeah. midget. Yeah, you know, I was a little kid, man. <laughs> but you know, 
that's awesome. So cool, man. I, I'm a big music guy. So uh, yeah, love, love to ask that question. Last question for you. What's the favorite part about being a dad? Oh man, that's what life is about. Yeah. I do all this, man, to my kids. I, yeah. I, I love, I love my family. Family is the most important thing to me. It's yeah. the most Eric yeah. is, and you'll see as your kids grow up, man, you want to be a part of them. Uh, now, fortunately, I'm so excited. I mean, during this pandemic, we had my two younger guys here at the house. It was a treat. It was, it, cool. it was so great. Yeah. Uh, you see, you, you hear stories about, uh, Hey, one day they're going to be out of the house. Like, Come on, man. I, I remember this moment. Yeah. My daughter started kindergarten and we were at the kindergarten. Hello. You know, you're sitting in the room and, uh, and, and the woman, her name was Miss Berry. I'll never forget that. She got up in front of the, the parents and said, you're gonna blink your eye and your kids are gonna be graduating college. And I looked at my wife, I go, you gotta be kidding. Morgan, my daughter, she's six, let's, yeah. let's take our time. Yeah. Well, she, she'll be 28 in two days, man. Yeah. And uh, it goes fast. Everything I've done, it's been about my family and about my children. And, and uh, you know, it's about living by example. It's about, you know, trying to teach the right way. I, I tried my hardest. No one's perfect in this world, man. But uh, my wife, Tracy, is awesome. Like I said, we've been married going on 32 years. So um, it's, it's the grab. I've been, I've been extremely blessed, man. I got Morgan, Nick, Zach, and Luke. And um, they are, it's the greatest to see. And you'll see when your, your, your two start to grow up, uh, yeah. what, how, what they become and how they interact with other humans. And, uh, it just makes me proud, you know, when my kids look people in the eye and I, I know you can't shake hands anymore. You know, you go like this now or, <laughs> right. or do, do, you know, whatever you do, or yeah. maybe you tap it. Don't quit, baby. You can go right. like that. That's uh, what I'm talking about. Right, man. You know, yeah. but um, it, it's, it's the most important thing to me. You know, I learned a lot from the people that I train the good and not so good. And yeah. what I did learn is that, my wife and I were going to raise our children. We're not going to have nannies and, and people hanging around. And, uh, and that's the, and that was the greatest thing that, I mean, I, look, you know, there's a lot of guys who are, uh, success means a lot of different things to a lot of people, Eric, right. Yeah. You know, success in family, success in money, success to me, I, I, to, to have your kids love each other and love you and you love them back. And there's no animosity between the children is, I mean, uh, my, my kids love each other. And that yeah. to me, I stop, I'll stop crying right now, buddy. <laughs> right. Oh man. I love it too. My kids are, are very close to each other too, as well. And, and they, you know, they call each other best friends. So, so awesome. Uh, Jake, such an honor to have you on my show, man. Thank you so much. You are a world changer man and i love what you got going on with don't quit and seriously going to be changing the world with that stuff and again thank you so much for coming on the show buddy you've been great great questions you got a great you got a great energy about you man and just if all the folks should check out don'tquit.com and once again i got to do it man because i love doing it here Come it on. is baby there yeah. it is there it is eric next 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 time i see you i definitely won't have the beard okay <laughs> <laughs> no problem, no problem, man. No problem at all. Don't quit, uh, brother. Don't quit. Thank Don't you so much quit. for watching the show today. I so appreciate it. Please leave a comment down below. Leave us a review. Share this video. We want to get it in front of as many people as we can. I'm going to continue to bring on the best guests possible from world changers, entrepreneurs, success-minded people, and the best up-and-coming fighters. 
real fighters, real stories. We are creating visionaries here on this channel. Thank you so much for checking it out. Have an awesome day.